good. We all feel Stop! good. Stop! Never gets rusty! Into my kitchen! Producer Drew, can you fix all this? And when it comes to the Toronto Maple Leafs, you can crumple, crumple, yeet! Saw so that going differently. With you, wherever you are, welcome to LFR. We're here in Stockholm. The Leafs went two for two, but I, I don't have a victory puppy. I, I left them back home. At, oh, are those Doritos? Okay, I'm, I'm going to be the victory puppy. Here we go. Victory puppies! Oh, it was so close! So Don't clap, I screwed it up! Guys, can you help me out with this one? Leafs win! 4-3 in overtime. Voice is given out over the Minnesota Wild. Amazing hockey here in Stockholm. Four games in four days, all decided by one goal. The only game that didn't go to at least overtime was the Leafs one against Detroit. And even that was a 2-0 comeback in the final minutes of the game with the best line that the Leafs had, John Tavares, William Nylander, and Tyler Bertuzzi, which begs the question, why did they move off that line in the third period? It seemed like they were doing okay. It seemed like they had it together. But let's start from the beginning of the game. Joseph Wohl gets the start in this one. No difference in the roster. John Merrill shoots it and... Wait, what the hell? Like, I, I, I thought... I thought Joseph Wall was going to make the save on that. It was Merrill's first of the season. Leafs are down one nothing. Say homage. It's up to the big line to have a big game. They had uh, kind of a small game in game one, but it's who else? Austin! Absolutely to tie it up at one. And before the end of the first period, it was Matthew. He's new, so it took them longer. A little bit, but Matthew Nyes gives the Leafs the 2-1 lead at the end of the first period. That is kind of where the good things ended for a little while because I don't know if you knew this from inside the building because they don't have the shots up on the Jumbotron. The Minnesota Wild outshot the Leafs 24-9 through the second and third period. Wow, one point! It's better than none. And uh, the, the Minnesota Wild just brought it and brought it and brought it. And I can understand why Sheldon Keefe kind of wanted to uh, move off of the lines that he had, put Yarncroak up uh, with Tavares and Nylander. But I, I, at some point, you got to win with the horses you have and not make on a, on a team full of double-digit players, guys making 10 and 11 million bucks, you can't have your savior, your utility guy be Callie Yarncroke in every situation. He's like the designated new Alexander Kerfoot. And then sure enough, uh, sorry, I like Callie Yarncroke. <laughs> that wasn't an insult to Callie Yarncroke. Anyway, yeah, no, Kerfoot's doing great in Arizona. He's, he's, he's not. Middleton scores to bring the wild to within one, kind of the same place as Merrill, puts it in the same place of the net. I was a little concerned, and I had reason to be, because Matt Zuccarello, who tried to decapitate a Leaf uh, uh, like with a huge haymaker of a punch, was it Marner, Drew? I think it was Marner. Earlier in the game, well, he gets to stay in, he deflects it in, and it's a tied game 3-3. The Leafs hanging on for dear life a little bit in order to get to overtime, and even at the beginning of overtime, Joseph Wool joins the American backstroke team. Uh, I, was, I was a little bit concerned about that. Mitch Marner, though, who had a great overtime 
uh, with a big block there. And then who else? I love that you guys got the first two, so I know you're going to nail this one. In overtime, with the individual effort, streaking in, cutting across, William Absolutely too perfect of a way to cap off this week, this weekend, these four days. William Nylander, who I am a biased Leafs fan, appeared to be the focal point of this whole thing. I mean, he was on talk shows getting his arms felt. It was a little weird. And it was also a little on brand. Even the shirt. I was like, Willie, wear a shirt. And he's like, this is a shirt. And I'm like, no, it's not, William. It's not Bill, Wild Bill, but that, that was an unbelievable goal and a perfect way to cap this whole thing off. A Swede ending it in overtime. The Leafs getting four points out of four, which was mwah, beautiful. Drew, what did I say? Four games ago, I wanted them to get five out of a possible eight points, and they go eight for eight, which I loved. <laughs> loved! And now this is usually the part of the LFR where I tweet out like, hey, do you have any questions? But I, I, I didn't get any tweets and, oh, sorry, does anyone have a question? This, here, let's go here. I'll do three. So yeah, what do you think will happen to Nylander now? Would he, uh, for, uh, number one, be traded? Will he sign or will he let him walk? What do you think? Will he sign, will William Nylander? Swedish, by the way. I can tell, I can tell, but. <laughs> You're well, the biggest Swedish fan, sir. Thank you, yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, uh, will William Nylander sign or be traded? Yeah. What, uh, how much would the most expensive house in Sweden go for? Uh, the most expensive? Yeah. Uh, it's about the same as Toronto, I think. That's just, okay, yeah. so about a, a $10 billion. <laughs> uh, I'm sure by the end of this, uh, William Nylander is going to be able to ask for whatever he wants. Okay. He's made himself too expensive to sign and at the same time uh, in, unexpendable. Yeah. So uh, whatever they have to do to figure out how to keep this near superhuman creature <laughs> on the Toronto Maple Leafs, at this point, okay. they have to do it. Yeah. Uh, there are so many players who they talk about, oh, like Toronto, they get all nervous or they don't like the people bother them. This is a guy who is not phased by the spotlight. He embraces it and you saw it in uh, overtime of this game. Yeah. So I, I th he's not, the Pittsburgh Penguins? <laughs> no! No, I will find Kyle Dubas <laughs> if that is what happens. So would you pay like 12 or 13 million for, for Nylander? Kroner or Canadian dollars? <laughs> or, uh, American dollars? I mean, like, like this is what it comes down to. It, yeah. At first, he was asking for too much. Yeah. And at this point, I think he would be doing the Leafs a kindness yeah. if he stayed at his ask from the beginning of the season, mm -hmm. which was 10 or 10 and a quarter, something like that. Because my argument was, you know, guys like Timo Meyer were signing for much less, and Nylander, while he had an amazing season last year, didn't quite have the track record. Turns out he's even better than <laughs> he was last year. Yeah. So uh, if, if he goes for 10, 10 and a quarter, yeah. I think that would be fantastic. Hmm? Tuck. Well, yeah, appreciate that. Second question. Here. You think Reeves or Klingberg get back in the lineup? Do I think Reeves or Klingberg get back in the lineup? Ryan Reeves is going to get in the lineup. Uh, you know, like Adam, uh, Jesse, and I had this debate last year uh, when Wayne Simmons uh, had another year with the Leafs. They're like, do you think he's one of the Leafs' uh, 12 best forwards? I said, no, but that has nothing to do with it. Right. It's a long season, and 
even without injuries, you're going to need spares in your lineup. And every now and then, I think it's okay to bring him in for uh, a boost. Yeah. But I think it's fair to say he's not one of the 12 best guys. Like, Bobby McMahon uh, has played pretty well. I got to see that game against the Vancouver Canucks where he had uh, two points. Reeves will see the lineup again. Klingberg is a little bit more of a, a tragic story because I like I know he's had a terrible season, yeah. like a terrible season. Yeah. But uh, Saturday, last Saturday in uh, Toronto, that game against Vancouver, he was good. Yeah. And then he flies over to Sweden. Sheldon Keefe talks about like, oh, that flight didn't do him any favors because he's got like the the bad hip. The really bad news for John Klingberg is he has to fly back. <laughs> that that or he's got to find like a really fast boat like which yeah. i don't think is going to be any better yeah. so will he get back into the lineup it's possible i i think uh there, there are too many conspiracy theories with with that and him going on ltir i believe it's genuine because he's on a uh his second straight one-year deal and if he's not able to get back in the lineup like that could be it for his nhl career yeah. so he's over here in sweden he's not doing it to be a mascot he's yeah. doing it because he wanted to play he wanted to get in the lineup so uh if he's not able to get in the lineup it'll be a shame and if he's ready to go i think i think he can be a quality guy uh but it turns out your hips are important <laughs> Fair very important Fair last enough. one Last one. Let's go over here. Mustache. Or no. Here. Sorry. Here. We'll, we'll do two more. We'll do two more. No, I, want, I wanted to get a girl in there. Uh, do you think that Willie can keep it up? Do I think Willie can keep it up? Uh, okay. Well, so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and final question. Big fan, by the way. Thank you very much. Uh, greetings from Berlin. But how many bricks can Joseph Wool carry? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to go with, uh, I mean, after that last one, 69. Yeah. I'm going to say 69. I was, I was going to go with uh, one brick for every single spectator in, the, in Globen. Oh, so 13,500. Something around there. Something along those lines. I think it can do it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you're, you're the star of the show. You're the, you're the star of the show. Oh, my goodness. So, Leafs win 4-3 in overtime. Give us a go, Leafs, go. Give us a go, Leafs, go. 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 So, my friends, that is it for this one. Talk some Uket for watching. Click like if you like this video. Click subscribe if you really liked it. Tell all your friends with you wherever you are. Welcome to LFR. Oh, thank you. Drew. Drew, can you feel your hands? Oh, I'm frozen. <laughs>